Nerds, this week's episode is brought to you by Jinx. Jinx is the clothing store that allows you to show your nerd pride with honor. Go to Jinx.com and use three angry nerds at checkout to get 15% off your order. Again, that's Jinx.com. Check them out, guys, and on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, we have a wide, you know, bevy of co-hosts with me today. We have Dennis. Hey there. And we have Jamie. Hello. And... Oh, shit. You forget my name? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty hungover today. I'm pretty terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't sound too energetic. No, oh, I'm man. terrible today. I'm sorry. Uh, Casey. Leave that Casey. in. Yeah. I do, I do oh, a start with a K. I my name on the thing. That's, okay, yeah, that's cool. It's I'm Kate. sorry. <laughs> Casey. I, you know, I was like, it starts with a K, I know. I know. <laughs> yes. This is like the second Three Angry Gamers podcast I've been hung over for, so this is terrible. I know. Cool. <laughs> um, so how's everyone doing? Pretty good. Uh, pretty well. Yeah. 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 Casey's like, you forgot my name. Yeah, I'm like, well, I was doing better, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> we, have, we have the news to get to, and it's some very exciting news. Casey, let's start you off with your, your most exciting news of the week. What's, what's going on with Stardew Valley? Okay, Stardew Valley is going to get an update. Um... <clears throat> They said it's going to be a spring update. They don't really have a date yet. But um, it's going to be multiplayer. They have a screenshot, which is also pretty exciting, where you can, you can, make, <laughs> you can make signs to label your items on your farm, which is oh, man. cool because you can make all these different like wooden chests, and I always forget what's in them. So you can make signs. You're going to have friends there now. Um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Very exciting. Yeah. Stardew Valley is such a weird little fun game. Like, I can't wait to see what else they, they put into it. Like, it seems like a game that, like, honestly, they could keep adding things to as time goes on. It's just part of the fun. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, I just, I just fixed the, the bus stop, so now it's like a whole nother, like, world is open. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, uh, Spyro Remastered. We're getting apparently a Spyro Remaster. Uh, it's rumored to come later this year for the anniversary of Spyro, and it's gonna be kind of like the Crash Insane Trilogy, where it's gonna be like the first three games, but all remastered and such. What do you guys think of this? Those are some good games. 
yeah. I have fond memories of playing through Spyro and uh, collecting a bajillion gems. <laughs> yeah. And plus, too, like, I don't know, I was a little more into, like, Spyro growing up than I was Crash, so. Yeah. I had, like, Crash Team Racing, but I never had the game, but I had, like, all the Spyros. I love Spyro. They're gonna, they're gonna do all three of them. I mean, that kind of makes the most sense, right? That's kind of what they did with the Insane Trilogy, so I imagine it would be pretty much the same kind of structure as that, where it's, yeah, like, just the three games in a package. That'd be cool. Yeah. Even with the um, Crash one, they ended up like releasing like a level that was created for that game, but was never actually formally released, and they put it out as part of the remaster. So stuff like that could be kind of cool. I don't know. I just, I just, I'm just so excited because I'm like, dude, Spyro is like my jam back in the day. So I can't wait to see what they do with Spyro. So, um, yeah, and who knows? Maybe we'll get eventually Crash Team Racing. For that insane trilogy there was a rumor that it was supposed to be dlc and that never happened but i would love to see that happen um you guys have all played it huh have you not played it well Where? my the extent of my uh spyro uh hands-on experience i think was limited to the dentist's waiting area i remember as a kid one of my uh, one of the dentists I think I used to go to, they had like GameCubes or whatever. I can't remember what the machine was, but they would have video games in the waiting area for the kids to play. And that was how much I played, I think. Wow. Like 15 minutes of Spyro one time. That was it. <laughs> so... Spyro's so, so classic, though. Yeah. In my opinion, at least. Like, I, don't, I always like the second one the most, probably. Ripto's Revenge, I think it was called. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That that was my favorite of the of the three. But they were all pretty good games, like... I don't know. Even the first one was a pretty solid game, but like, yeah, yeah. I would totally be there for Ripto's Revenge, day one. <laughs> um, so we got our Xbox games with gold for next month. We still don't have the PlayStation ones for next month, but we have the Xbox games with gold, and uh, Xbox slash, I guess in a way, but you know, I guess yeah, it's just Xbox. You can't play those games on PC. It's the other way around. I think it is. Um, but yeah, super hot. You can play with Xbox Games of Gold and Trials of the Blood Dragon. Just sort of like uh, um, the, what do you call it? The shit. See, I'm just blanking on so many things today. I just can't get my mind focused. <laughs> it's it's um, that like 80s, 80s thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like trials. Blood Dragon DLC mixed with like the Trials like mm-hmm. motorbike game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a terrible job of explaining this game, but <laughs> it's a game. I can promise you that. Um, yeah, Trials of the Blood Dragon. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited yeah. to play Super Hot. Oh, yeah. I haven't played it yet. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. <laughs> Super Hot's like a game, like, if you ever get a chance to play that in VR, that's like one of the most fun games to play in VR. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. Awesome. Casey, what do you think of uh, Super Hot and Trials of the Blood Dragon? Um, I don't have an Xbox, so <laughs> passing. Yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters World got announced. That's like the uh, Ghostbusters, but it kind of uses like the Pokemon Go kind of style gameplay. Only now you're going to be collecting ghosts. Um, 
it's not from Niantic, it's from a different developer, but it's pretty much the same thing as Pokemon Go in terms of, mm. like, structure and all that stuff. So, Are there even, like, that many ghosts from Ghostbusters? Apparently, like, they were like, oh, we're bringing in all the ghosts from the games and the movies and the comics and the TV show and all this, and I'm like, wait, I didn't even know there was all these things. Like, it's crazy, but, yeah. I so, get Pokemon Go, like, that's fun, because you can be like, oh, like... I caught a Pikachu or whatever, but I'm not going to get, like, excited about, like, oh, I caught this ghost from, like, the TV show from the 90s that I never saw. <laughs> like, I yeah. Know. Well, even with I'm Pokemon curious. 2, like, they've always, they've, like, they've started to add Pokemon from the other generations, too. Like, in total, there's, like, 900 Pokemon they could add now, and it's, like, yeah, they could just keep on adding them. Like, but ghosts, though, like, I don't know what... Like, are they going to start adding ghosts from that reboot movie a couple years ago? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't feel like there's not going to be that many ghosts that they can add. But, who knows? Yeah. Curious. Yeah. What about you, Jamie? Would you pick up a... Uh, I might check it out. I used to watch that cartoon on Saturday mornings. And if they have, like, you know, some of those ghosts, it might be kind of cool. Uh, I don't know. Like... I only played Pokemon Go for like maybe a month or so before it drove me insane. Uh, so depends on how good the app is, I guess. Yeah, I still remember like when Pokemon Go came out, and it was just like everyone was just coming out and being like, "Hey, have you seen this Pikachu around here?" And I'm like, "What's going on? This is so weird." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, I, I might check it out. I don't know too much about Ghostbusters. I mean, I know Slimer, and that's pretty much it. So yeah, and the marshmallow um, guy, right? Yeah. Like the old yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder if you had to go to like New York to catch that one. You know, like <laughs> actually, I guess you probably if we were following that logic, you'd have to go to New York to catch all those ghosts. But yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so that's coming up. Um, Warcraft Three got a patch. Uh, and the patch fixes a lot of the outstanding issues that have been in that game for years. Uh, sort of just brings it more up to date, but now it's starting to fuel rumors that Blizzard might be remastering the game, just like how they did with uh, StarCraft remaster that they released last year. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dennis, what do you mm-hmm. think? When, uh, when was the last patch before this recent one? Do we know? It has to have been like... If it, years like yeah it's been a if long time been that long then i feel like there is something fishy going on here maybe there will be a remaster i've never actually played warcraft the i've only watched um like friends play through it but i know it's still probably got a pretty big following i know some streamers who would like always stream it on the weekends and stuff so i think there's gonna be uh people who are very excited about this yeah well, I wonder if they'll do what they did with StarCraft, where they released the original with, like, nothing, you know, fancy about it for free, and then do the remaster mm. for, like, the, you know, 20 or $30 that they made it for. Um, so that could be kind of cool. Uh, but, yeah. I also think, too, it's kind of funny how, like, you know, we take the Warcraft games, we split, uh, you know, spin it into World of Warcraft and Hearthstone and all this other stuff, but, like... There hasn't been an actual like Warcraft RTS game for like ages, so it could be kind of cool to like go back to the roots and see how those games kind of, you know, where they spun off from originally. But yeah, that game's got a really good story. Um, yeah. I never really played a lot of multiplayer other than Dota, 
when it when I used to play Warcraft three, but uh, yeah. man, I love me some Warcraft three campaign. But yeah, I guess that's mm-hmm. the other thing too. Dota kind of spun off from that too, didn't it? Yeah, I think they mentioned in the patch uh, notes that they were going to be doing something with the actual like map editor stuff, which is how they made Dota in the first place. So it'd be interesting to see what that actually is. It's like you can't make Dota. There's already too many. Of yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Casey? Are you all excited for this? I've never played it before. That's cool. Might check it out now if they put it out for free or something, or put it out for you know, pretty cheap. Yeah. Do you have to play it on PC? Is that right? You can play it on Mac. Probably yes. PC. Yeah, you Mac. can play on Mac. Yeah. Maybe I'll try it. Uh, Troy Baker and Emily O'Brien have joined Death Stranding, so they joined the <laughs> lights of Mads Mikkelsen and um, Norman Reedus. Right, it's just a weird, weird game for a, you know. I mean, Troy Baker he's in like pretty much everything, and Emily yeah. O'Brien is too. But like, it's just such a weird cast for this game. But like, I'm loving it. Even Guillermo del Toro, I think, shows up in this game. I should think I saw him in one of the trailers. So. Yeah, uh-huh. what's going on with this game? <laughs> I'm yep. excited. He was, he was yeah. in a trailer with a canister with a baby in it, and uh... oh, what? What you haven't yeah. seen this? I haven't seen the trailer. <laughs> what? Not, oh my not god! The one, not the one with the baby in the canister. Oh, it's no, so I've weird. Seen... Yeah, it was like, like the second trailer, I think, that they put. Yeah, out I think that was the second one released. Oh, they're all just so weird, but they're so amazingly. Like, oh, yeah, I saw it. I just looked at the picture. Hmm, that's yeah. weird. <laughs> it's very interesting. Yeah, uh, very confused. I don't know whether this um, large cast of, like, notable people is a good thing or a bad thing. I can't mm. quite put my finger on it yet. I also feel like we don't really know too much about the story either, like... Right. We're assuming that Norman Reedus is the protagonist, but like, what if he's just some side character and you end up playing Troy Baker like the entire game? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's that sounds like a very Kojima thing to do. Like, yeah, you're like, oh man, can we play Norman Reedus? And it's like, oh no, you're just playing as Troy Baker the entire game. But we'll see. I, I, I'm, I have my hopes that the game will deliver and uh this voice cast is great i mean troy baker yeah. and emily o'brien too like they're more traditional uh voice actors so you know like no offense to mads mickelson and all those other guys but like you know this this is more like you're bringing in people who actually do this for a living and do it pretty regularly so that's kind of cool well it is all performance capture now so they are like physically acting too so i think yeah oh wait i wonder if like troy baker and emily is going in the game as well like with their physical appearance they probably are right i would imagine so yeah i mean the thing is too is troy baker you know he's also kind of one of those actors too that like he can kind of just like blend into so many different roles like when you look at all the different roles he's in you're like oh shit like he's done so many different things like I think it kind of, you know, shows that he can kind of just blend into different roles, even if he is doing like some, you know, uh, performance capture. It's not like you'll be able, you'll be like, oh, it's the same guy in every single thing. Not like Mads Mikkelsen or Norman Reedus, where you're like, oh yeah, that that's definitely that guy from that other thing I've seen. So, um, 
Burnout Paradise is getting a remastered. Uh, coming actually next month, so it's coming pretty pretty quickly here. So, um, yeah, it's basically Burnout Paradise, which came out for Xbox 360 and PS3, but remastered. It's also going to include uh, all the DLC, and there was some speculation that it might have microtransactions, although that got quickly shot down by the development team. So, if you're hearing rumors that this might have microtransactions, apparently EA is behaving themselves on this one. So, there's that. <laughs> But, uh, mm. yeah, what do y'all think of this? I'm going to get in there and crash some cars. I, I love uh, Burnout Paradise, um, so I'll be happy to play some more of it. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see how that game holds up, because I always really liked the third Burnout game, Paradise, like I got into, but it wasn't, like, the same for me. I was so into the third one. But mm. who knows, maybe now I can, you know, really get into... Uh, the new one here so yeah i haven't played it what's the uh appeal of this racing game over other ones you smash cars and uh you get points by smashing bigger crashes and stuff like uh, that that's okay. one of the modes of uh, there, there's a bunch of different modes but they all center around like crashing and racing yeah, okay you've had a traditional racing mode you can actually just crash cars into like pillars and stuff like that and elim- basically yeah. like eliminate your opponents by just crashing them and getting them off the off the track, really so. satisfying slow motion matrix like sequences where the cars are crashing into a million pieces i see cool. all right <laughs> also i feel like this is ea totally testing the bed to see if people are still interested in burnout so hopefully if all goes well we get a new burnout game in the future so that could be cool right mm because um, fr- that franchise used to do pretty well and then it kind of just faded from obscurity and it wasn't like it didn't sell well or got bad reviews like they were selling while it was doing well and then they just kind of I think the developers just stopped making them and they moved on to other things and then i guess yeah. that team either doesn't exist anymore or it's like the people that actually used to run that company at the criterion or whatever i think they're just in different places now so i don't know yeah. Yeah, and it's a shame too because like those um, that game was actually pretty. Those games were pretty fun. Like I don't know, and again, it's just kind of strange. Like they pretty much went into doing like the uh, Need for Speed games after that. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, which I guess is fine, but it's not. I mean, none of those Need for Speed games will ever, you know, be what Burnout was. You know? Right. So, uh, I'm I'm excited to try this, and it's only going to be like twenty or thirty dollars or something like that. So it's going to be like pretty cheap too. Um, the Mega Man Legacy Collection is confirmed to be coming to the Nintendo Switch on May twenty second. So that's all the Mega Man games, all the mainline Mega Man games. So you're basically getting Mega Man one through ten, I believe. Damn. Yeah. It's a lot of games. Yeah, it's a lot of Mega Man. <laughs> Um, yeah. Are you? What do you guys think of this? Are you excited to pick this up? Your uh, Jamie or Casey? Because I know you both have switches. I have the first one on PS4, and I've been meaning to get the second one on PS4. But the idea of playing Mega Man on the go is always entertaining. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, exactly. Like it's kind of funny because like you know I, I'm so used to playing like uh, on my 
3DS or whatever, like the uh, Shovel Knight or whatever. So I always like the idea of playing like those kind of 2D um, side scrollers mm-hmm. or whatever on the on the go. So yeah, no, I could totally see the appeal of that. What about you, Casey? Are you excited to play Mega Man Legacy Collection one or two? Yeah, right. I have never played Mega Man, so the fact that it's coming to the Switch is kind of exciting. Definitely pick it up. Yeah, because you guys, you were talking about it not too long ago, right? Playing it. Yeah. 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 So. We'll see. And then yeah. we got the X Collection coming this year too, and then we have um, the new Mega Man game that's coming out this year too. So, or maybe it might be next year. I'm not 100 percent on when it's coming out. I think Actually, they said I think 2018. I think. Okay. I think yeah. I remember seeing that. Yeah, it probably is like late 2018. It's probably right. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Remedy's next game is coming in 2019, so they're the ones that made the Max Payne games and the one with that writer. I always forget the name of it. Alan Wake. Yeah, Alan Wake, that's it. I very yeah. much like that series. Oh, I guess yeah. it's just Wake. I hope it's a new Alan Wake game, because that game well, ended on I a little bit of a break this to you. But they did say it would be a new IP, so. Oh, I mean, son of Alan Wake. <laughs> it's kind of funny because like there's always been rumors of Alan Wake too, and it's never, it's never really come to pass. Although apparently Remedy is working on two games, um, so it could be that the new game is, um, you know, one of those, and that Alan Wake Two is the second one. Who knows? Um, but yeah. Are you guys excited for this at all? I really like Alan Wake. Uh, mm-hmm. And I really like most of Remedy stuff. I have never played... What was the last one they did? Was it Quantum Break? Was that was yeah. that them? Yeah, I didn't yeah. play that one. Mm. That was such a weird game, too. Like, it got a lot of flack from people, and it did, I don't think it did like overly well. Yeah. Really, like... It, it uh, never and the thing is the game itself was fine but i think it was just such a buggy experience on pc and i don't know how it was on xbox and stuff but it seemed to pass a lot of people so mm-hmm. but yeah um so that'll be exciting to find out what happens i i yeah it's gonna be a new ip and i feel like at least in one capacity you're gonna be slowing down some time that's probably a given so. <laughs> um Brawly and uh, Bardock have been confirmed for Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yay, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, getting some new characters. Have any of you guys actually played that game yet, or no? I still haven't played it. Nope. It's on my to-do list. <laughs> yeah, the game's been a lot of fun to play, but like the, the fighters that they have now, like it's kind of funny because most people just go for like the same three-person teams, and it's kind of getting boring now. So I feel like the DLC will do well to you know, spice it up and maybe you know encourage people to try different teams. So I'm excited for it. Plus, Brawly is like, at least in terms of the Dragon Ball lore, one of the most powerful characters in Dragon Ball lore. So how they translate that for the game is going to be interesting. Because like, how do you take like this hugely powerful character and bring it into a game? Like I don't know. I'm hoping he doesn't just break the game with how powerful he is. But we'll see. <laughs> So, like, if you've never seen Dragon Ball Fighter Z, is it would it still be fun to play? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun to play. Yeah, I mean, I think it it you do get more out of it, at least from the story side of things. If you've uh, watched the anime, 
But yeah. if you just want to play like multiplayer, it, it's fine. Even the single player, it's not like, you know, I wouldn't say it's dependent on you watching the anime. Like, you know, they reference things and you probably can, you know, pick up on what they're referencing. But yeah, it, it's probably like, I think the story mode is probably where most of that kind of like references come from. But okay. like, there's definitely people who I, I know are playing that game and they have no clue about anything about Dragon Ball because there's times I'm playing with people and they're like, oh, this character looks so powerful. And then it's like, <laughs> okay, but there's also like one of the weakest characters in the anime game, but it looks cool. So um, I feel like it's pretty, pretty much a balance of that. But uh, good yeah. to know. That's not like I haven't, I haven't even like thought of picking up because I never watched it. So, mm. but. It's a really interesting fighting game. Like, just visually, it's probably one of, like, the best-looking games this generation. Like, it just oh. looks gorgeous. Mm -hmm. um, and, it's just, and, like, the matches can get insane. Like, there's times where a match will get so heated that, like, you'll just see an entire planet, like, it's scorched. So, like, you'll be fighting, and then there'll be someone who will do a super, and, like, that super will just utterly, like, destroy a planet. And it's, it's crazy. <laughs> like, the game just gets bonkers. <laughs> uh speaking of bonkers uh code vein has confirmed to have multiplayer so that's sort of like the dark soulsy uh anime inspired vampire game mm -hmm. so oh yeah the multiplayer works for pretty much just like dark souls where you know you can drop an item and you know summon someone into your world to help you fight bosses and whatnot but it's not going to be like a flat out like just drop in and play with someone for the entire game kind of deal it is going to be, you know, partially limited by these items, which is pretty much keeping with Dark Souls and all that, which is fine. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you guys think of this? Are, you, are you, any of you excited for Code Vein? It looks really cool. Yeah, it yeah. looks neat. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely interested. But unless it's... I guess unless it's... It gives me something a little extra that Dark Souls wouldn't. I don't know how to explain it. I guess, like, if it's way too similar to Dark Souls, I don't know if that's actually a good thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I hope it, like, has some qualities that sets it apart, and then if it does that's interesting to me, then maybe I'll pick it up. Yeah. The gameplay looks very similar to Dark Souls, but yeah. um, obviously you have all those anime kind of influences. But I'm sure, like, the vampire stuff will have some pretty interesting gameplay mechanics behind it that are pretty separate from Dark Souls, so... But, uh, mm. we'll have to wait and see how that, that comes out, but, uh, that's a game that I'm pretty excited to play, and the fact that there's multiplayer, I mean, it was pretty much suspected that it would be multiplayer, but, yeah, no, it, it, it was... It's pretty much confirmed now, so... Um, Rainbow Six Siege has a new Outbreak mode. Um... When you guys can shed some light on this, what's this new outbreak mode all about? It's uh, it's pretty cool actually. It's completely different from the like game. It's essentially like think Nazi zombies to like Call of Duty. Like that's basically what it is. It's mm. kind of like a Left for Two, a Left for Dead style. You know, like it's a three-person co-op, and they kind of fight. I think sort of like horde mode but i think you do also like make progression um and there's different like enemy types there's like regular grunts and it's it's not zombies but it might as well be um 
I think they're aliens or something. I, I'm not sure. I don't know <laughs> what the actual story is uh, behind that, but essentially there's different types uh, of these enemy units, and then it's just hordes of them, and you have to work together to defeat them and you know stay alive and all that stuff. Pretty cool looking. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking at it at it now. It looks very much like yeah, Left 4 Dead kind of gameplay. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, well, that'll be interesting. And then Rainbow Six Siege is a game that like just keeps adapting and keep changing. Like it's interesting that it's almost like Hearthstone or other games where it's more of a platform at this point than an actual yeah. game. Uh, sure. you know, where they just keep adding stuff to it. So that's pretty cool. And that's the news this week. So let's get on to what we've been playing. Let's start with you, Dennis. What have you been playing these past couple Ooh, weeks? Ooh, first. Uh, not that much. Um, mostly, mostly Dark Souls and Watch Dogs, and I'll talk about that in a second. But it, earlier in the, uh, like right after our last podcast, I uh, decided to play Oxenfree, which is this like really uh, small indie game but it's like completely voice acted and it has a pretty neat storyline um it's kind of like a 2d side scrolling type game and then you kind of decide what to say as well as you know some some choices that you can make throughout the game and it's kind of like a supernatural story kind of game it's not very much horror but it, it kind of I mean, I guess the story could be considered a tiny bit scary, but it's not meant to be a horror game. But it is a very interesting game. I had fun. Um, I think you could actually probably play through it more than once, and depending on your choice, you might get a little different, uh, you know, story each time. But I only played through it once, and I had fun. It was a short game. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, have you guys played it? I have. Uh, I didn't finish it, but I got you know, a good chunk of the way through it. I did like it. Uh, it's it's cool little mystery kind of game, uh, mm-hmm. weird stuff going on on some island kind of stuff. It's I liked it a lot, actually. I should probably go back and finish it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like the voice acting. I thought it was, like, really natural, the way that you would, you know, speak uh, with the other people, and depending on what you choose to say, their dialogue might change a little bit, but... I just thought the voice acting was really the highlight of the whole game. Mm. Very well done. I know it was given away for free on some kind of service not too long ago, and I picked it up. I think I that's why I have it. I think it was Twitch Prime or something. But Yeah, because I know like I got that game for free, and I just haven't loaded it yet, but it looks really cool. So now I'm yeah. a little more encouraged to check it out now that you've mentioned it, because it sounds really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's not that long, so it's a pretty quick playthrough. Cool. And speaking of a quick playthrough, I played Layers of Fear, which was <laughs> quite disappointing uh, to me. Unfortunately, I, you know, I like horror games, Amnesia, and the like, but uh, I don't know. Something about Layers of Fear just didn't grasp me. And it's uh, it's it's trying to be immersive and all that stuff, and. Uh, I guess I could let it, you know, take me on this little adventure, but the fact that it's not, it's not like Amnesia or, you know, those types of games where um, you're actually exploring, you know, a world or location. Um, 
layers of fear once you get into like the game it's it's just room after room and it's and it's it's supposed to i guess represent you know your character going mad and that because the rooms just seem like never ending and then there's weird supernatural stuff happening um doors are closing behind you so essentially i just felt like it was just like randomly generated rooms one after another until you hit you know a specific point um but i don't think it is actually random uh i but i think it does change based on what door you decide to open or well either way like i just i didn't find it scary i didn't find it very fun i think mostly because it is like so out there um like it's kind of in your face all the time rather than you know for example in amnesia there's parts where there's some scary monsters or uh or like there are parts they're you know more puzzly where you're just uh um you're still in like the same area but you have to do some exploring and stuff so you kind of like you actually get a little more immersed because you're just trying to figure something out and then maybe you forget there's a monster or something like that that might be coming up or you know that just went by but i don't know like layers of fear just didn't i just i didn't find it that fun so i ended up just really rushing it and i i didn't even like look at you know everything i didn't try to open all the like cupboards and all that stuff like halfway through the game i just ended up rushing through each of the doors and then finishing the game i think i think i finished it in just three hours or something it was it, right. yeah it's very short Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty it for that. Um, I play. Oh, I played some Torchlight Two. Uh, oh man. Yeah. What did I do? I I'm. I haven't played the Torchlight games, but I do enjoy ARPGs. You know, like Path of Exile and all that Diablo. Um, so I figure I might like this, but uh, I played through it a little bit and then i kind of just kind of got bored but i guess that's just because you know arpgs there's a little bit grindy and i i was progressing and then at one point i was just way too un so i had to kind of backtrack and maybe grind it out a little to get up to level to you know match the uh, next area that i was supposed to go into without constantly dying but then i just I'm like well i kind of don't feel like the grind so i'm gonna stop but then I heard um, there was some mods for this game that are actually quite good, so I might try it again this week uh, with the Synergy mod. I'm not exactly what it adds, but uh, I do know it adds some like monster elite types, and you know I'm not sure, but I'll, I'll give it one more shot because I do like ARPGs and I do have I do know Torchlight. Pretty good one. I, just, I don't know why I just got bored last time. Mm. Yeah. And then the uh, meat and potatoes of two weeks that I played were really uh, just Watch Dogs and uh, Dark Souls 3. Watch Dogs is really fun. I didn't expect this. Um, when I was playing Watch Dogs, I kept like thinking to myself, like, I'm having a lot of fun and it's like it makes it makes me think 
It reminds me of the time when I was playing Assassin's Creed 2, when it was like back in the day when it was released, and I, I that was I think one of the only games that I managed to get a hundred percent on, um, because I just, I just couldn't stop playing it, even though like you know after finishing everything and all that stuff, um, so I feel like Watch Dogs is kind of becoming that for me as well. I'm just having lots of fun. There's still a uh, somewhat active online community so all the online components of that game are still you know happening you get invaded you can um, you can also like invade other people there's you know there are online game modes you can play but the game itself even just the single player aspects i think is just it's a pretty good game hmm. yeah have you guys played it i i do not like watchdogs <laughs> um <laughs> And so the reason is kind of because, like, it's set in Chicago. So <laughs> yeah. I live here. Right. And it drove me nuts that, like, the map is this uh, pared down version of Chicago because I'd be, like, looking for, uh, you know, ways to drive that I actually drive in real life. Oh, and, cool. uh, and they wouldn't exist. They'd be like, oh, this, this street isn't a thing here. So I'd be like, oh, well. It was it's some some of that like took me out of the immersion, uh, right. but I I did think some of the multiplayer stuff in that game like the hide and seek kind of uh, thing they have in there is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I don't know what it was about the map drove me nuts just because I was like, all right, this is Ashland, right? No, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll find a different way to go down here. So. Uh... Yeah, I can see why that would <laughs> bug you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think for me, when I played Watch Dogs, like, I had played so many other open-world games at that time that when I played it, like, I just felt fatigue from all the kind of open-world games, and it kind of suffered as a byproduct, where I was like, I can tell it's not a bad game, and it has a lot of fun elements, but at the same time, too, I was also just like, yeah, I'm just, I'm not in the mood for an open-world game right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... I, I didn't go into this expecting I'd like it very much either. I just wanted to get through the campaign and probably just put it aside. But I, I am having fun. Um, I can't really deny that. So I guess I'll keep playing it because I'm not even like halfway done the campaign. And there's some like side missions that I want to do. I'm finding collectibles uh, because apparently if you find all the collectibles are like a certain kind, sometimes it'll unlock a special mission. So I'm like, oh, I'm really curious what that special mission is. So I think I might do that. Um, that's really it for Watch Dogs. That's awesome. Yeah. And then finally, Dark Souls 3. Just been playing that, co-oping with a friend. I suck terribly. <laughs> um, I'm getting killed by the normal monsters nonstop. Just last night, I was like, oh... You know, I'll try my hand at doing some invasions. And I think I did like 14 invasions and I killed nobody. So <laughs> I'm just terrible. Um, it's yeah, that's, get into. yeah I, it's, I don't know. Like, I, I enjoyed the first Dark Souls and Dark Souls 2. And I think it's because they were a bit slower. And then Dark Souls 3 is a bit faster in the combat. And I, I'm just not used to it yet. Um, yeah. You know, I'm having fun. I just suck. So sometimes it gets really frustrating. Uh, it's, it's an interesting uh, game because it's like it's almost like more of a test of your patience more so than anything else. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anything yeah. else? Okay. 
Last thing is just some FTO. Um, and then I finally, uh, I got the second ship and I'm playing with the second ship. And then I got to like the second last area before the end, which I've still not had a successful mission. Thanks, because I'm great. Um, but yeah, I, I got to like the second last before being, you know, I guess delivering the package to whatever the Federation, like essentially winning that round, but I just, I ran out of fuel again and then I just got destroyed. Yeah. Um, I will try again. (laughs) That's That's it for me. (laughs) That's also an interesting game in that, like, you know, it's really just like, how much can you put up with this game? Because, yeah, there's so many times you'll just die in that game. You're like, oh, shit. Oh. I guess there's yeah. nothing I can do because you have to start from scratch. Like you can't just go to a checkpoint. Yeah. You have to basically start from scratch every time your 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 whole ship gets destroyed. Yep. But yeah. <laughs> what about you, Casey? What have you been uh, playing these days? Um. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> a little bit of Stardew Valley. <laughs> Actually, it's prim- yeah. Been playing way too much of that game. Mm. Um. Have you guys played it yet? No. Stardew Valley? Yeah. Yeah, I played it on PC when it first came out, and that was a lot of fun. You played on I played it on consoles, though, but oh. on PC when I played it, like, when it first came out, I played it. it was, it's a lot of fun. Like, it's it's kind of like a, one of those games where, like, you don't th- I didn't think I would get really into it, but then here I am. I'm like, man, don't mess with my crops or I'm going to come after you. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine, like, she she showed it to me on, like, her computer, and I was like, well, I mean, I don't know. It looks kind of boring. And then as soon as I got it on the Switch, I just, like, I don't know. I think it's way more fun. But um, I've been playing some of that. Um, and, yeah, I'm excited for the new, like, the new update, um, what's going to come out. Because I, I feel like I've already made it, like, pretty far in the game so i'm not really sure what there is for me to do at this point there's like a mine and i already made it almost to the bottom of the mine um mm. and i've opened up like most of the town so okay. probably nearing the end um yeah so we'll see um uh, then i played some more like wolfenstein 2 um nice. yeah i like that game but i don't it, i i'm playing on like the easiest level because i've already mentioned i'm like really not that good at like first person shooters but mm. i got to that point where i got that i can get that gun that destroys metal or like melts mm-hmm. things so then i just like hide in the corner and just like just melt everything in the room so i've gotten kind of far doing that but i also have to go really slow because i have to like go back and charge it and then go forward and then melt everybody and then go back so um <laughs> probably <laughs> probably not the, the best way to do that um yeah i don't know and then there's that part where like you can sneak up on people and like cut their legs in half um mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so i don't know that's kind of i'm a huge fan of that i don't really like like super gory games so when i have to do that i'm kind of like well i don't want to play like much longer so i'm going through it kind of slow oh yeah um and then Oh, I started playing uh, the Fractured Butthole. Nice. Is, yeah, it's between that and Stardew Valley. Um, game is super funny. I really oh, like. Yeah. It. It's 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 probably one of the weirder games out there, just in terms of like 
just all the mechanics and all that stuff and how they all tie it into the game and the humor and all that stuff. It's it's weird, but it's fun. Yeah, I was like kind of surprised. Well, I, don't, I wasn't that surprised, but like they like reference so many old sh- like shows from South Park. Like when I like go through, cause I'm kind of, I don't know, I like to do the game where you like go really slow and collect like every item possible. So I mm-hmm. pretty much ransacked like every house. And then like every house they have like some reference to like an older show. So they're like, I forgot whose house it was, but I like check their bedside table and it's got like a shake weight in it. And then like the other side of the change for the bus like like, ah i get that so and that part of it is like pretty funny but um yeah it's a cool game so far i like it nice yeah anything else no that's about all i've been playing i was thinking i need to get like a 3ds game you guys Hmm. have any suggestions for that kind of need to play my 3ds a bit more but Hmm. I don't know what you guys have been playing. Do you play a lot of 3DS games or not? Yeah, really? I, I I like my 3DS for when I go traveling. Although now that gets kind of replaced by the Switch, but um, you know when I when I traveled before the Switch, I would bring my 3DS with me all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was the the one that I always liked was the um, the Mario or not Mario the Zelda game where you can like blend into the walls and stuff. That one was pretty. Oh, cool. that one's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Link Between Worlds. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't have yeah. that one. Yeah, it's kind of more of like a callback to like the um, Legend of Zelda, like SNES, NES games, but like it's pretty cool because it's got some pretty kind of cool mechanics that they put in there. And it's it's not like you know on the same level as like Breath of the Wild or anything, but like it is like a very solid Zelda game with some cool. Mechanics. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have Majora's Mask and uh ocarina of time but i haven't played that other one okay mm. yeah and those ones are fun too on the 3ds but i i it's kind of funny because like those ones i had played on the n64 uh shout out to a question later where someone asked about the n64 um but like when when that one came out i'm like oh this is like a totally new zelda game just for the 3ds so kind of felt a little more unique i guess mm. okay yeah what about you jamie what are you even playing these days uh well uh let's see i've been playing a lot more monster hunter world uh i'm kind of ashamed on the hour count that i put in since the game's only been out three weeks uh and i'm at like 105 hours now uh oh wow (laughs) yeah uh, i've played a lot um it's a lot of fun and i've i've gotten to the end of the actual story uh for real this time uh it finally ended and uh, the last like couple monsters that you have to fight in that story were uh, a lot of fun, also very hard. Um, so yeah, I've been just kind of grinding away on that with uh, some friends and and enjoying it. And uh, I think I'm about ready to like you know play a little bit less uh, frequently now. Uh, and so actually, I moved on and uh, started playing uh, Rhyme, which was one of the free PlayStation games this month. And I actually liked it a lot. I finished it last night. Um, it's it's very much like uh, Eco uh, or Shadow of the Colossus in terms of like the tone, um, and it's, it's it's a very simple platformer uh, with 
with uh, some puzzly stuff going on. Uh, you do some puzzles that involve shadows and some puzzles that involve, uh, you know, pushing blocks and stuff like that. Uh, but it, it's pretty good, solid. Story is pretty, uh, pretty good. Uh, I think by the end of the game, it tells a very interesting story. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely think if you haven't played it since it's free, just check it out. It's it's pretty good. Uh, my only issue is that there's some spots in the game where the uh, at least on the regular PS4 it struggles with frame rate a little bit. It's just oh, some okay. pitches and 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 little chuggy spots, but nothing too crazy. Just just a little. Mm ugly bits um so yeah i played a little bit of that i finished that and then i played uh actually fired up street fighter 5 um because i i've been meaning to check it out since they added that arcade mode um and so that's what i did i played through uh tried uh at least two of the arcade modes uh they did one for street fighter 1 and one for street fighter 2 that i tried um and really, the difference is they just allow you to use uh, specific characters that weren't, you know, uh, either were in that game or they're, like, used to substitute someone else who was in that game. Uh, so, like, Street Fighter 2, you can only pick, you know, Ryu and uh, Blanca and, you know, people that were actually in that game. And then I think they had to add, like, a couple more just because, like, well, we don't actually have, you know, E-Honda yet in Street Fighter Five. Um but yeah, it's cool. Like there's 200 endings or something like that in the arcade modes, which is kind of bonkers. Wow. And uh, I think you get some of them for just like beating, you know, the game with each character. But other ones you get from like doing specific things. Uh, when I finished Street Fighter 2, Akuma challenged me and I got my ass kicked. And I, I'm assuming you get an ending for beating him with each character. Um, but I don't know. I didn't do it. <laughs> um, yeah, Street Fighter Five. Like it's it's improved a lot since it launched it from uh, what I remembered, and they've added you know a ton of stuff to it now. So I might actually go back and try to earn some characters. Um, and then the last thing I've been playing was uh, the Bayonetta Switch ports that came out. Nice. Um, so yeah, I, I mostly played Bayonetta One. Uh, but uh, I mean, I, I want to play Bayonetta 2. I just I played Bayonetta 1 just to see how it holds up. And it's still very good. Uh, they added the uh, Nintendo-themed costumes to that one, which are pretty cool. So you can like, play as like, Samus uh, with this ridiculous-shaped helmet that Bayonetta has. <laughs> uh, kind of weird. And then uh, you can play as like, Peach or... Uh, Daisy and what's the other one? Uh, oh, Link! You can get the Master Sword. So it's it's kind of cool. Uh, it's a different you know feel to those combos and you use those costumes. Uh, still Bayonetta, it's still very good. Um, so I'll keep playing through that. And that's about yeah. it. Nice. Yeah. Um, I also picked up that Bayonetta dual pack it's kind of funny because like when i picked it up like i thought the, it would be like bayonetta one and two and like when you pick it up it's pretty much just like bayonetta two and then like in the corner it's like also includes bayonetta and i'm like oh okay i guess we'll <laughs> um and i played the original bayonetta i had never played bayonetta two mm -hmm. so 
I at first I wanted to play through the first one again to like kind of get a feel for it. So I started to yeah. play the first one a little bit just to be like, okay, well, let's do that and canonically go through the second one. But then I don't know why. Like I was just so hankering to get to the second one. Like I was just like, you know what, first one, I'll I'll come back and do you later. I'm gonna focus on Bayonetta too. So I went on to the sequel and it's so it's so good. Like. <laughs> Oh man, like the first one's fine. I think it's 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 a decent game, but like the second one's just so much better and like I never got around to playing it when it came out on the Wii U, but like it's so much fun to play. Um it's absurd. Like there's so many times where things happen and I'm like what the hell is going on? It's just yeah. so weird. Um, and I've been playing a lot of weird games this week uh, now that I think about it, but um yeah, no Bayonetta 1 and 2 both both fun games although I, I definitely think the second one definitely is better than the first um not to say the first one's bad but like i, I i'm really liking the second one so far yeah um, it's definitely better <laughs> yeah 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 so um been playing that um i also picked up kingdom come deliverance which i don't know if any of you have heard of this game or seen any gameplay of it i, I um, saw some videos of the bugs and that's really it Someone described this to me as like Skyrim, only it's not fun, and that's pretty much very accurate to it. Like the game, the game is very hardcore. Like it does not mess around. Like you, you might just randomly get a game over screen just by like drinking a potion that an NPC gives you, and like you're just like, oh cool, someone's giving me a potion. In any other game, I would be totally happy to get a potion from an NPC. Oh, it's poison? Oh shit, I'm dead. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's such a weird game. Like, I also just, like, there was one point where I'm walking and then, like, there's these, like, guys fighting outside this bar and I'm like, oh, I'll go break it up and see if maybe I get some kind of reward. No, they all tag-teamed on me and killed me and I got a game over. <laughs> and I'm like, this game is so fucking weird. It's so weird. It's, like... It's so bizarre, but I love it. It's like, it's not fun, but it's also like, I can't say that I'm not enjoying myself because it's like, <laughs> I just laugh every time I die. And there was like, I had some friends over last night and we were drinking and I started to play it and I'm like, watch, you play this game. You're just going to die. You'll not, you won't even know why you died. You'll just have died. <laughs> and, um... My friend was going and he was like forgetting to eat or something like that. Like he was forgetting to keep his food up and he just passed out and died. And then he's like, why did I die? Like you didn't eat enough food, dude. Like, he's like, oh shit. Yeah. So it's just, it's so, but like once you get the hang of the combat, it, it does get to be a little bit more fun and you die less. Um, but you still just randomly will die. And there's no, nothing you can do. Like you'll, you could maybe try to avoid it next time, but you'll half the time not even know why you died. So um it, it's very weird but i can't say that i'm not enjoying myself i have it for pc and i would say that the bugs and the graphics are all better on pc um i was watching a video of it before i got it and it was on ps4 and like the uh textures and some of the faces weren't that great but on pc like textures and faces are all like much better so i mean if you can't get the game on pc i'd recommend that over the consoles but i mean i don't know just a matter of how much you want to just play a game where you just randomly die and you have no idea as to why. Um, yeah, that sounds terrible. <laughs> very realistic. <laughs> it is. It's, middle it's, ages. Uh, 
it's very hyper realistic <laughs> is the probably the best way to describe caught the plague it. sorry i did <laughs> <laughs> i love <Yeah>, exactly. it exactly <laughs> i got kicked in the face by a donkey i'm dead oh great <laughs> that actually did happen to me i was like trying to mount a horse and trying to like oh. escape and the horse kicked me in the face and i died <laughs> i love it oh my god i gotta try <laughs> yeah it's it's so much fun though um uh playing a lot of hearthstone lately um just they've got this new um wild arena and wild quest and all this other stuff um so if you don't know hearthstone comes in two flavors one being standard which is uh blizzard's kind of curated like they will only allow certain cards into the standard format um so certain cards they might say oh your your decks can't use these cards um but then if you want to play with the regular, like all of your cards Hearthstone, you can play Wild and every card's allowed. So there's no restrictions on cards. Um, and it seems like for the lo longest time, like Blizzard has kind of favored the standard format because obviously they can curate it and say, well, you know, this card is a little unbalanced. So we're just going to make sure you can never use this card again in this format. Um, but they're they've recently kind of changed their tune a little bit and now they're like hey you can play we're, like we're kind of trying to push the wild format a little bit more so that's been kind of cool somebody who prefers wild a little bit more to the standard format i've been having a lot more fun playing the, uh, some of the different modes with the wild kind of settings in place there uh i finished dragon quest builders i i think last uh episode we were doing i had just started it um i finished the story on that and kind of just wrapped that up that's a that was a really fun game um i you know i think it's probably one of my favorite switch games out there right now it's just such a weird little game where i was just making different things and i'm like uh something like a minecraft or something when you're creating things in that game it's with a purpose like you do want to create something so that say uh you know you can protect your base from something like you know there's uh, obvious aesthetics and stuff but you also want to just make sure that it's just looking you know protected at all so um i was playing some fallout 4 randomly i don't know why maybe after kingdom come deliverance i'm like i want to play an rpg that's not going to just kick my ass every five seconds so <laughs> Um, I booted up Fallout 4, um, and just started playing through that again. That's kind of, I, I kind of forget how much fun Fallout 4 is. Like, um, I know a lot of people, like, took fault with the story and some other parts like that, but I just find, like, the gameplay of that to be so good. Like, just going in and, uh, using the vault tech to target people and get, get your eye shots. It's just so much fun. Um... I, uh, I've been playing Gang Beast. And I, think I've, I don't know if I've mentioned Gang Beast on the podcast before, but mm -hmm. that game is so much fun. It's it's. Oh, have you played it, Casey? Do you know it or? Yeah, yeah, no, I yeah, I was playing that yesterday. Actually, I totally forgot. Oh. It. It's so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's kind of like a. It kind of like reminds me a little bit of Smash Brothers, kind of where it's like just you and like you know three other people just like trying to eliminate each other in the most absurd ways possible but um we were playing that last night when i had some friends over we were having a couple drinks and yeah we were playing gang beast and it was so much fun like i was just yelling and screaming the whole time it was it was a riot um it's yeah, definitely, uh, definitely fun after a couple of drinks i feel like it becomes like more fun because you, you can only really like grab people lift them up or like throw them yeah. or like yeah. yesterday I just figured out well you you can also punch them so yeah. you can like lift them up and punch them and then they like fall off 
side of the building or something. Um, yeah. But like, I think it's really funny because you can like punch them and knock them out, and then they're yeah. easy to like throw off whatever it is that you're on or something like a blimp. But yesterday we were playing um, in the subway tunnel, and yeah. like we picked up that like you know how it says drink beef like the like the coke machine kind of yeah threw it at somebody they like didn't get knocked out <laughs> you can go <laughs> up and like tap them in the head and they like fall over i don't know it's, it's a really interesting game <laughs> it's one of the few games where like it, it kind of depends like it's really got to be played couch co-op like that's the, the only way to play like i think you can play online but like it's so much better with couch co-op oh like, totally yeah and it's... we were playing it last night like I was, we were joking around, like, we started to count how many times somebody would say, get your hands off me, when we would pick them up and try to throw them off the ledge. Like, <laughs> get your hands off me! Put me down! Just throw them off the ledge. It was also funny, like, um, I think one of my favorites is the, the subway one, because you can, like, fall on the train tracks, and you don't know when the train is going to come, but it's yeah. hard to get out of the train. Like, you... Like, you can't jump that high, and you have to, like, grab onto the side, but, like, you can't. And then the whole time, people are like, get out of the way, get out of the way. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's pretty fun. I like it. Gang Beast, Game of the Year 2018. <laughs> yeah. No, it is a really fun game. And, like, if you're looking for, like, like me and my friends used to play the um, arms on the Switch for, like, a party game. But now Gang Beast has kind of become the new party game. And yeah, it's it's just absurd. It's uh, just the, the graphic design of the characters too is just so weird, but it works. Um, yeah, and then finally, um, my girlfriend was quite sick this week, and then I kind of ended up getting sick too. And so, while we were sick and recuperating, we both got Age of Mythology on Steam, and we were playing that. Um, that's an old old school game for everyone. If you kind of remember those Age of Empire type games, she was just like, "Can we just play some like Age game?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." So we played Age of uh, Mythology, and mm. it kind of surprisingly holds up pretty well. Like we got it on Steam, and I was pretty surprised. Like the graphics, kind of, you could tell were a little more upresed, and it just, you know, it worked pretty well with the uh, with Steam and all that. So. That was kind of fun, and even now that you know we're both kind of on the mend from being sick, I still kind of want to play Age of Mythology now. I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to play a little bit more of that. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's it for what we've been playing. Uh, we all got a couple emails. Uh, remember to email three nerds podcast at gmail with your question and put your name so I can forget it, and then I'll be like, ah, yes, like Chris. Nerds, is it worth getting into PC gaming? It's very expensive to make a decent PC, but I know it's popular. Are there any benefits? Uh, probably not right now. <laughs> um, I mean, yes and no. I mean, when you think about it, most of the consoles that you buy are pretty much like three or four years behind in terms of the hardware that they're using for, um, you know, the graphics and all that. So. I mean, if you get a if you get a PC nowadays with like pretty modern like graphics cards and stuff, it'll pretty much be the pretty much on point with you'll be ahead of the ahead of the curve with the consoles and stuff. But yeah, um, but I mean, even then, it's just kind of nice to make a PC that's kind of up to your standards. So if you want like you know the best graphics, you can go out and get like a 
you know, something like a 1080 Ti, you know, graphics card. If you really like going crazy with it and make like an insane PC, and you're paying more for it, but like you'll get that, you'll actually be able to see the difference there. So, um, I mean, there's that. Um, yeah, and then yeah, also Steam. Steam I is like it's... the. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say Steam is like the cheapest way to buy games too. Like that is very true. Not mm-hmm. only do they have like their like pretty much three to four times a year sales, um, but they also just have weekly sales too. So like, you know, I know everyone likes to be like, oh, the Steam summer sale is like, you know, what everyone thinks of, but like, they also just have like weekly sales that are also pretty solid deals too. So like, you know, Steam is like a pretty good way to just buy games. If you and you know, even if you buy a game at full price, like. You know, they have some pretty good things like get preloading it early and stuff like that, so it's pretty good. There's also uh, Humble Bundle. Uh, it's, it's very nice on PC. Um, and I would also say that if you are at all interested in VR, uh, it's probably the best way to go for VR right now is to get a PC and do it that way because the PS1 is still expensive. And it's not yeah. as good. Yeah. And the PS4 one, like, I don't know, it, it's games, there's not that great. Like, I, uh, my friend had, uh, a VR chat, the VR, and he had the VR chat, and we were playing that, and that was just ridiculous. That's the one that's just become, like, such a ridiculous thing, because people just keep loading it with memes and other stupid stuff, but it's kind of, kind of part of the fun. <laughs> yeah, the thing is right now, with graphics card being for mining yeah. cryptocurrencies it's it's not the best time to get into pc gaming uh you could buy pre-built and i think right now most people would recommend you buy a pre-built anyways because of the prices that's been hiked up for graphics card but the, the whole thing with pc gaming is it's it's you know it's quite modular you know you can build it to a spec that you're satisfied with like i I don't have a very good graphics card. I have a, I have like when I bought my graphics card, it was already two or three years old, but I'm still rocking it. And I, I don't think like, I don't think it's any worse than consoles. Well, probably now it's starting to show its age, but I'm still playing pretty, you know, uh, pretty good AAA titles at sometimes like high maybe even higher. Um, but the thing is, is just right now, I think it's just not the greatest time unless you really uh, want to and you have the money to spend, then just go buy pre-built. Then I think it's it's probably fine that way too. Yeah. And you know, that's the, thing, the great thing about PC gaming. Like you don't have to make your own either. You can just buy a pre-built or even a laptop even and just buy games on Steam. So... You know, even if you don't want to get into making your own, like, you know, you don't you don't necessarily have to. So, um, what about you, yeah. Casey? What do you what do you think about PC gaming? I don't know. I I was actually kind of thinking the other day too because a friend of mine just built one, but I am a little curious because he says like very expensive to make like a decent PC, but like yeah, you can make one that's like twelve hundred dollars, but you can also make like a decent one that's like. 500 right yeah it's, yeah it's yeah. like very like mm-hmm. what you make so i i've seen like a couple websites where you can kind of like map out exactly like how much you want to pay and it will list all of like the products that you can buy for it so mm-hmm. yeah i was kind of thinking that i like i wanted to build one because i wanted 
buy more games off of Steam just because I feel like they can be like cheaper. You get like more like just random like indie games for it. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It is like kind of. I mean, five hundred dollars for like, like only like a decent PC. So I haven't yeah. really that, but. The thing is too, like, I I always find it weird when people compare like the cost of like a console to like a uh, you know PC that you build. Cause, like in my mind, I'm always like, well, yeah, you know, your your PS4 will play games, and you might be able to watch Netflix and stuff on it, but that's pretty much it. But like on a PC, you've got like a lot more functions you can do with it. So yeah, like in my mind, I'm always like, I don't mind spending a little bit more on a PC just because I'm like, well, it's not just a gaming thing. Like you know, for me, like I use my pc for podcasting and i used you know all these other things right so it's like yeah it's not just for gaming it's for other things too so yeah totally uh, but uh yeah no it's uh interesting time to be um doing pc gaming and stuff like i think they're trying to make it as easy as possible too like even now like you know if you want to build a pc too most of the thing most of like the parts that you get will be pretty good at like linking up to each other like you don't have to do really the hard work that you would have had to years ago to build a pc like pretty much everything just clicks together now and it's a lot more easier to just kind of like it's honestly just like connecting some things i think the hardest part is really um you know applying like the heating heating gel or something like that like that's probably the hardest part of it really um but that's 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 just my personal opinion at least mm-hmm. um Henry says, nerds, if Nintendo announced an N64 classic, what games would you like to see included? That's a great question. What games in yeah. N64 classic? Super Smash. Kirby. Yeah, Smash. Smash Kirby, yeah. Um, there was a couple good Star Wars games on the uh, N64 I'd like to see, like the um, pod racing game. That was always good. Yeah. That'd be fun. Um... The, what was the other a game? lot of the good 64 games are rare titles uh yeah. and so there's a little bit of iffiness on like can we include the rare games like banjo kazooie one and two are very good but they're rare so i don't know if they, i mean they're already on microsoft stuff so uh i don't know mario mario kart 64 mario 64 um what else Zelda, Zelda, both yeah, both the Zelda games for sure. Uh, <laughs> I would like to include the WrestleMania 2000 game because the game is amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What else? Uh, I mean, if they wanted to put Superman 64 on there just as like a joke for everyone, <laughs> that'd be great. Remember how bad this game is? Yeah. <laughs> Because I feel like everyone's like, oh, this game's bad, but like most people don't no one know really why knows. it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> it'd, it'd be kind of great to just put that on there. Just as like, a, oh, well, no, we're going to tell you why it's bad. We're going to like, you know, we're really going to, you know, drive that point home. I, I mean, GoldenEye has to be on there, right? Like, yeah. Although GoldenEye's an iffy one because like. Yeah, it's another license thing, rare. Yeah. But I mean, that that's one that I would like to like to see um yeah i can't really i was trying to think of like any more like mature like n64 games because like i know there was like a few like conquer's bad fur day would be good um like i could think of some bad fighting games like was it 
Biofreak with a terrible uh, <laughs> fighting game that had a lot of gore. Uh, War Gods, that was a bad fighting game that had gore. Uh, yeah, I can't think of a lot of good mature games on Nintendo 64, to be honest. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, there's a lot of games. Like I'm, I'm thinking Clay Fighter back in the day. Clay Fighter. Was oh man. <laughs> yeah. Clay Fighter. I don't know. There's a lot of good games that they could put on there. But yeah, I feel like we covered most of like the basics. Yeah. Uh. Let's see here. Um. Ashley says. Nerds, what game franchise would you like to see brought back? Hmm. Alan Wake, <laughs> just because we were talking. About that. That's a good one. I would have said Spyro, but it's already happening. <laughs> um, have you guys ever played SSX Tricky, the snowboarding game? Just kind of yeah. like Winter Olympics mood. That would be cool if they brought that back. Mm, that'd, be, that'd be a pretty fun one. Um, just trying to think. Like, I'd really like the old Dark Forces games. So that'd be cool if they brought those back. Kind of like a good blend of like Star Wars, like with shooting and the Force powers and the lightsaber and all that stuff. That that was like, those were fun games. Like Dark Forces Two, Jedi Knight, the one that came out on. Um, GameCube and, old, and PS2, those those games were fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any, anything else? Yeah, I am not thinking of anything today that has like been gone so long that I need it right now. Yeah. In my mind, I'm always like, oh, it's stuff like um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, like Far Cry. Like I always remember being like, oh, whatever happened to Far Cry? And then they had to bring Far Cry back, and I'm like, yeah, oh. like. Mega Man would be one I'd say, like, give me a new Mega Man, and they, they're doing that now, so I'm cool with that. Uh, <laughs> man. Yeah, no. Yeah. Star Fox? Didn't they just make one? That... They did one on the Wii U, yeah. and it was not well received. I like this, the Star Fox, um, was it Dinosaur Planet? Oh like uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, GameCube. Yeah, Star Fox Adventures. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. It's basically Star Fox Zelda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Both yeah. dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I think about this. That's pretty much it. I can't really think of too much. Like most times when these franchises go away, I always just assume it's like, oh, they just can't really think of anything exciting to do with that, you know? Yeah, usually when they come back to, it's like you thought you wanted it back, and then you realize that maybe it was okay being gone forever. <laughs> you know, there is one that like maybe like I would love to see a, like a golden axe brought back, like original golden axe was so much fun back in the day with like Brian, yeah the the dinosaurs or whatever they were the dragons like that game was pretty dope 
Why don't we bring back Golden Axe? <laughs> That's one where I'm like, you can bring back Golden Axe. You don't have to, like, it doesn't have to be a fancy game either. It can just be Golden Axe. Just more Golden Axe. Was there, like, a PS2 Golden Axe? Am I, like, remembering yeah, no, that? Yeah, there was. Okay. There was, I, and it was yeah. not good. That's exactly what I was remembering. Okay. Oh, maybe it was 360. I think it was, like, 360 PS3, maybe. But, yeah. Either way, it was not good. But, like, the original Gold Axe, for what it is, just a simple side-scroller with some cool, like, kind of darker fantasy elements. It's kind of cool. And, you know, we kind of yeah. get that now, kind of with Dark Souls. So, maybe the Dark Souls is, like, the pseudo-successor. But, yeah. <laughs> you still can't ride a lizard bird, so, you know. <laughs> They'll get there one day. <laughs> All right, well, I think with Lizard Birds, there's no better way to end this podcast. So uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Um, you know, send us an email if you have any questions. Or if you're like, hey, Curtis, remember people's names. You can just give me a little reminder that, like, you know, I, I, sh- I can, you know, do better than people's names. Just fire me an email. Just let us know. And with that, we'll see you guys next time. Bye for now.